Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Compassion Before Judgment podcast. Welcome to the show. The podcast is hosted by my mom, Jagdeep Hare. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in again today. Today, I have an amazing guest, Sudabe Mokri. I hope I said that right. Um, who is the number one best-selling author of Emerging You and the author of the immigration memoir, Angel Nightingale, a motivational speaker, a certified hypnotherapist, and a transformational coach for high-performing women. So welcome, Sudabe. Thank you so much, Jagdeep. I am so excited. Oh, thank you, Sudabe. I really appreciate your time for coming on today. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself and then the topic that we picked for today's conversation was, which I love, from desperation to inspiration. So I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself, whatever you're comfortable sharing, and we will go from there. That sounds like a good plan. Uh, well, uh, I am originally from Iran. And I moved to America almost 31 years ago. Actually, this November will be 31 years. And growing up, I perceived a notion, which was a false belief that we all do, that I thought that I wasn't good enough or smart enough or worthy enough. I felt that I didn't belong in the family that I was born to. Uh, I was looking at my family, my cousins, everybody was tall, beautiful, they had something to say, and I thought that I was the opposite of that. Um, uh, when I was 13 years old, my father died, and that oh. uh, took me in a, a long dep- uh, journey with depression. And then, right, you're right. and oh. then when... I was 19 years old, and it was the time for uh, those people that know a little bit about um, Iran and what happened in 1978. Um, The um, revolution took place, and uh, I was an activist. I was a nursing student, and we decided to go and have a peaceful strike um, because they were going to close all day colleges and university and expel people that they didn't um, follow their ideologies of the new government's ideologies. And oh my gosh. Right. In, it was in that process that I was captured, I was tortured and beaten into a coma. Oh my goodness. I was in wow. for about a week and then I came to life not knowing what happened. I didn't uh, remember uh, anything about the uh, week that I was out. And then uh, when I tried to move forward from it, I realized that I was going deeper and deeper into depression. And I talk about this and I talk about uh, the feeling of depression because I want to have a light on the topic that so many are suffering, but they don't feel open. They don't feel that they can talk about their feelings because there is a myth, there is a stigma about mental health. So 
that is the reason that I share my story to make sure that people that are suffering, they are in that place that they feel that there is no light and they are stuck in darkness, know that they are not alone and there is help for all of us. Wow. Well, thank you, Sudabi. Oh, my goodness. And wow, I, I'm lost for words for what you have been through. Holy wow. For you to come yeah. out of that and be where you are today, like, oh, my goodness. And that was a beginning of my journey, actually. I got married. I ha- we had a son. He was four and a half year old. And I was seven months pregnant, uh, both of, um, you know, me and my husband, we both were activists. And then my husband came and said that I cannot stay in Iran anymore because our life is in danger. And she oh, wow. um, escape. We sold everything that I, we had and uh, I moved in with my mom and my two brothers because, and he left Iran. It it was a really tough, difficult journey um, to, you know, be in a place that I didn't have my husband. I was seven months pregnant. I didn't know when uh, we can join together. I didn't know if he would even going to be alive. We didn't have any of that. But I decided to go along with that plan of him to escape and come join his brother and sister in America. Wow. Right. And then when um, he came here one year, two years, three years, and my family told me that I don't think that he wants to, um, he wants you anymore or he wants, he wants you and the kids and he's not planning to take you, you know, to America. I never wanted to believe in that. So my brother who was about a year and a half younger than me, and he was married. They had a four and a half year old son and his wife was pregnant seven months, actually. The same situation that my husband left Iran. And uh, he said that I am gonna go get my passport and I am going to take you and the kids. By that time, my daughter was two and a half years old. And he said that I am gonna take you guys because we didn't have any American embassy in Iran. He said. Let's go to Turkey that we didn't have, we didn't need to have visa. We could have just taken our passport and go there. Mm. And right a few days um, before he get his passport, he passed away in a car accident. Oh, no. Wow. And uh, you can imagine. Thank you. You can imagine how my life just. Um, oh. down, and uh, I was broken. I was angry. I was right. angry at God. I was angry at the situation. I didn't feel that there was any hope for me. And uh, when my husband uh, found out about my brother um, who died in a car accident, he uh, said, don't worry about it. I, uh, I have a friend in Turkey and I'm going to help you and the kids go there and I will bring you to America. Right. So we were all um, kind of like, you didn't do anything. How come you are, you want to do something? Anyway, long, long story short, 
it uh, in a couple of months that took place, I was able to go to Turkey, uh, stay there for a few months. And there were so many things that happened, horrible thing that happened when I was there that it is part of my book. And then when I was able to come and join him in America, in my new home, I found out that my family was right. And he already had another relationship. Oh, my goodness. Oh, how heartbreaking. After everything you went through as well. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. And the reason I share all of these things, not for people to feel sorry for me, because Mm -hmm. I'm not in that victim mentality anymore. Yeah. The, The reason that I share, like, you know, think about, like, I was a stuck, literally. Yeah. Stuck in a different country. I didn't have my family, my any friends. I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any money. Right. Because whatever, we, we sold everything. And I couldn't even speak the language. Right. I wow. was alone and thinking about the mindset that I believed, I perceived about myself that I wasn't good enough, I wasn't worthy enough. And now the husband of 10 years doesn't want me anymore, Mm -hmm. added to that feeling of unworthiness. Absolutely. And I thought that life wasn't worth living anymore. I thought, okay, I lost everything. Mm -hmm. My children have their father their aunt their uncle their cousins there is nothing even left for me to even think about or live for i knew that going back to iran wasn't uh, was completely out of question it wasn't possible it wasn't uh, because i already experienced life in iran and right. i i thought okay i am going to end my life and as Aww. you can see I failed in that, which I am glad I did. You yes. Know, you have to sometimes think about what we call failure as a gift, as a blessing. Right. And when I realized that I didn't die, and then I decided to uh, reflect on what has happened and the reason that I believe in something uh, greater than us, physical being. Yes. And I call it God. And I thought, okay, God, it seems like no matter what I do, because obviously I have experienced a lot of life and death situation. I experienced eight years of war in Iran and I survived that. I worked as a nurse in a hospital taking care of other people. And I I am here. So I, I, I am just saying I give up. Right. I give up and I surrender. Giving surrender. up, not, yes. Yes, I surrender. I surrender to you showing me the way. If this is this is not my time to go for whatever reason, uh, even though I am lost, even though I don't understand what is going on right now and I don't have any hope, I am going to trust you because I have no other yes. choice but to trust you right now. Right, right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, when you lose all faith in everything and everyone, what, what, what do you do? <laughs> exactly. And that is when truly my life began. And every day that I got a courage 
to go out, you know, talk to my neighbors, even though I knew just a few words and take care of my kids and, uh, you know, take my son. He was a first grader and take him to school. And I realized something different right. when I felt not good enough and I didn't feel belong growing up in Iran. It was different. Uh, people were interested in me, interested in no, getting to know me. Right. They wanted to talk to me. And I'm like, what is going on? I felt not good enough and not loved and all of those things about me. So I decided to just go with the flow. You know, mm-hmm. fake it until you make it, right? Yes, right. <laughs> so, and I, as I became more open to see what is out there. I believe that God brought people, I call them angels. And that's why the name of my first book is about Angel Nightingale that share beautiful stories about people, strength, coming into my life and showing me how to live how to move forward, how to go back to school, learn the language, how to go and get my uh, license as a registered nurse again in America because I was a nurse. I already knew that. But I had to start life as a new beginning. Of course. All of the pain and the suffering that I had was replaced by feeling of healing, forgiveness, and because I thought God gave me a second chance. And right now, as I am explaining it and talking about it, again, I am getting goosebumps because that's what the purpose of me talking, speaking, writing, sharing my story is just there is always a second chance. Yes, yes. Every day that we wake up, there is a second chance in life for us. We can be the victim of uh, the past pain and whatever that didn't work, whatever that we believed about ourselves, or we can say, you know what, enough is enough today. Today, I believe that I am really worthy of trying, of taking a step to do something Okay, universe, God, angels, whatever they we believe in, open the door, show me sign. Yeah. And when I talk about showing signs, is we are there are signs everywhere. There and are, yes. We are when we are in our head and when we are in our pain, and when we are in that victim mentality, we mm-hmm. don't see yes. what is truly in front of us. Yeah. And and I always see the signs are always there. It's up to us if we want to see them or not. They don't come and go. They're always there. You know, yes. whether it's the angel numbers, whether it's an email that you get, that they, like anything, they are always there. And when you open up to that, it's so empowering to just know you are always guided and protected, even in those darkest moments. But I mean, your story, Sudabe, oh my goodness, like to come out of that to where you are today and just to work through it, you know, it it wasn't an overnight shift. You had so many moments and 
of just where you could have just been on a completely different path. You know, it would have been, it would not have been a surprise to anybody because you just went through so much. Yes, uh, the people that uh, hear my story, they say, oh my God, you lived 10 lives in yeah. one. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. What a way to put it. Absolutely. Yes, and uh, that is the reason that I wrote books about it. And because people, everybody that knew my story, and like, oh my God, you got to write a book. And like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> English is my second language. What are you talking about? And it became and, Amazon's number one bestseller. Like, wow. <laughs> yes. And because I trusted. Yes. Because I trusted a divine source. I That's trusted it. something greater than myself. And when I was writing uh, my books, I mean, my first book, Angel Nightingale, it took me 15 years. Oh, to... my goodness. Wow. Yes. And for people that you have a dream... And you feel like like a failure that you haven't done it or you haven't succeeded or whatever you you know you, it is, yeah. and just believe in yourself because well yeah it is true English is my second language I cannot just pick up the pen and write about my stories and right. also those stories that they are dark the stories that yeah. they were painting, yeah. I had to go really deep into that stage that. I, I can talk about it and a smile and laugh right now. Not that because it's a, it's a funny matter. No. Because I'm able by writing it, by going deep within, by um, asking for coaches and mentors right. to help me to heal from my pain. I am not in that victim mentality anymore. Right, right. I can write about it. I needed as I was, I took the first step to start I am going to write this book. I needed to heal my pain so I can be talking about everything that I experience from a place of, of strength, resilience. Yes, and being healed from a healed place. It's such a different place. Yeah. Absolutely. And then when I published my first book, and of course, there are many reviews on Amazon. Both of my books are on Amazon. There are many great reviews from amazing people. And then four years later, it was about two years ago around this time, I had a dream. I had a dream that an angel came to me and said, you need to write your book. I'm like, mm, oh, wow. I already have a book. And what do you want me to write about? Right. And, yeah. And the angel said, write about love. I'm like, oh, wow. love? Are you talking about romantic love? <sighs> baby, baby, talk about love. Talk about love. And it was so empowering that I woke up and I'm like, I am I am going to write another book. Okay. Uh, okay. Wow. I don't know what, are, what do you want me to write. How do you want me to start and where you want me to go? And honestly, it took me because this the second time is just I already practiced the first time, right? Right. Time, it took me six months to write that book because I sat, I meditate, and I ask divine source, God, angels, dictate what is it 
that people need to know. And that's why that book is Amazon number one, because there is a purpose for that book. And that is not my book. And it's so divinely guided, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. And and Sudabi, you do. I mean, I um, have been in your rooms on Clubhouse where you're doing these guided meditations and they literally just take you to this other place. Like, it's so amazing. So amongst all of this, I mean, you know, you've got these amazing books, you're you're doing this meditation, but it all was, you know, you had to do that inner work for you. It was not handed to you in any way, shape or form. Um, if anything, it's almost like life was trying to see, you know, we all say, well, how much more can I handle? And we have moments where we think I'm not, I don't deserve to go through so much or why me? You know, we, we, yes, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I want to say, yes, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, we, we, you know, we want to give up, right? Like you said, you just thought my kids have their family and they don't need me. And, but you are here for this purpose for where you are now with all the amazing stuff that you are putting out in the world. It's just phenomenal. And you say that English is your second language, but it just goes to show these are all barriers that we put up as human beings, because the connection to the divine that you have, there is no language right? It's, it's that feeling you feel that you are guided and supported. Definitely. I thank you for putting it that way, Jack Deep, because, you know, everything that I experience in life prepared me mm-hmm. to be in this place, in this time. If right. I didn't have gone through that, everything that happened growing up in Iran, and I wouldn't be able to survive life in America. Oh, yes. That was a place for me. And then I, as I was trying to, uh, I didn't come here like, okay, I'm going to do everything and become a speaker and become a yeah. writer, author, right? I was trying to figure out my life. Right. And as I was doing this, I realized that God saved me, literally, many, many times. So I can be here because if I was in Iran, I wouldn't have a voice. No, I wouldn't even know who I was, my identity. I was a I was a um, somebody's child, somebody's daughter. I was somebody's mother. I was a nurse. I was a wife. I, I mean, there was so many things we think, and then like, who am I as this? Truly, and then we realize I am this powerful soul, powerful spirit. And the you mentioned about the meditation that those meditation they are all guided by God and they are all guided by angels, by divine source. And I always say God, angels, divine source because I want to tell everyone that there are people that they are religious people they call it god that i honor and respect you there right. are people that call it they are spiritual call it universe higher consciousness i i am for you i right. honor you and respect you 
the goal is not for me to preach whether God exists or angels are here or whatever. The goal is for me, my passion, my mission, my divine life purpose is to say, you are not alone. Right. We are not alone. And the sooner we accept this mm-hmm. and the sooner we say, okay, I am not alone. So if I am not alone, show me the way. Right. And, and say yes to opportunities. I never say no to opportunities. Yeah, that one's a big one right there. Sometimes we ask for those signs and they're given to us, but then we're pushing them away. Yes. Um, I um, shared in my books about the time that I was still learning English and I was in this school, going to school and learning English as a second language. And there was a nursing program. And uh, I knew that I talked to the advisor and I was trying to, of course, I, you have to learn the language. You have to take some prerequisite classes before you enter the nursing school, right? Right. So one day I was going by that um, building and I thought the thought came to my mind. At right. that time, I didn't know anything about intuition, right? Right. And I went inside. I said, I want to talk to the dean of the nursing program. Oh, wow. He said, okay, she's available. Oh, wow. (laughs) And and I went there and I sat, I said, this is who I am. This is my story. I am alone. I have two children. I know that I am still learning English, but I am a nurse. I know everything. You need to help me. And she said, how do you need my help? I said, you need to let me start nursing program. And she said, oh. <laughs> what? And I said, I am a nurse. You let me. She said, Sudabe, people have to take these prerequisite classes. Right. Before they even go in. I said, I promise you, I am a oh. hardworking person. Uh, if you let me to go to the nursing program, I will take the classes prerequisite classes along the way she said this is not possible I said I have no choices you gotta help me and I have no idea where that thought came to me honestly I know right now and I don't know what uh, she saw right whether it was desperation or motivation or ambitious I don't know what she saw or all of it yeah (laughs) she said yes to me Oh, she my said, goodness. Yes. Wow. And she said, Sudabit, you know that people that speak English, yes. <laughs> they flunk and they drop out. I said, I cannot drop out. Wow. And I finished nursing school in less than two years, something that they take people about like six years to do. Oh, my goodness. So the drive in you, Sudabit, let me ask you. As you were going through that, you were guided and you were, you know, there was a higher power very clearly guiding you. But when you think back, what was your drive in that moment? If if my drive was, back? yeah, my drive was I had no other choices. What, mm. what would I lose? There was yeah, what would I lose? lose I love that. What, would, what do I have to lose? Yes. 
and my message is Jagdeep is for people don't wait until you hit rock bottom. No, oh my gosh, I say that all the time. Don't wait until you hit the rock don't bottom. Yeah. Wait until you hit rock bottom and take action right now. How imper whether it's imperfect, whatever it is, just yeah. take that action. Take the action. I love if that. You know, yeah, if you know that you have to go back to school to get a degree, if you need to go certain um, certification, certain degrees or whatever, training, whatever it is, if you think that that is going to get you closer to getting out of where you are right now, take that action. Right. Wow. Yeah, I, I love that. I've had moments in my life where I just... I think, what is there to lose? What more can you lose? What is there, you know? And and you just go with that. I absolutely love that you shared that. Thank you. And I am just in awe of your life, Surabi. As I'm listening, I'm like, I don't even know what to say for once. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I make people speechless. <laughs> you do. And I literally, I'm like, what do I even say to this woman? <laughs> In such a you good so way, sweet. though, you know, in yes. such a good way that I just feel like there is no excuse. There is no excuse for anything after listening to you. Like, wow. And that is the, the whole message. And not that look at me, I'm super passionate. No. no, not that I am better than you. Now, I never say I am an extraordinary person, but in this, in the meantime, and there is a reason for me here. And I know that I lost my brother so soon, yeah. but I feel my brother. I feel oh, my, that's my so father beautiful. as uh, their life were short, but I am. And I get goosebumps again, as you feel like, you know, in some kind of an Olympic game, there is yeah. a coach and one runner, you know, give to the other one. And then right. it's your turn to run. Yes. And the next one and the next one. I am that person. Oh. And considering everything that I have gone through and I am here, I also feel that that is my um, purpose, my life path. Right. To, I am. They gave me my father. Uh, his father passed away, and my father passed away, and my brother passed away. Three men, mm -hmm. three men, sacrifice. I call it in a spiritual sense. Sacrifice right. their life for me to. I am. I am having the torch in my hand, and oh. I need to run. And that is the reason when I feel about like. This is not just my life. Right. This is not just my purpose. This is my brother's journey. Because if my brother did, wouldn't die in that car accident, my husband wouldn't feel sorry for me to bring me here. Do you see how it works together? Right, 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 right. And, and that's the thing when we have these situations, if, for you to look at it in that way is just really phenomenal. You know, because you could have become very bitter. You could have, you know, just like you said, want to give up. But for the way that you just explained that, how beautifully was that just explained? And and for you to have that, you know, think about it in that way is just phenomenal. 
Thank you. And, and it didn't just come to me on, on suddenly. No, <laughs> and I mean, it's not, it's never overnight. You know, it right. takes a lot of healing and a lot of inner work and yes. a lot of those dark, dark, dark moments where you just have to be with yourself in the darkness. No Absolutely. one's coming to save you, you know? And I'm curious, I have a question, and only if you're um, comfortable to share, um, your children in all of this, like they must just be so amazed at the courage and the strength of their mother. And then how are they in all of this? Yes, that is a great question. I, uh, yes, my ch children are amazing. Um, I was able um, to <clears throat> growing up, for them growing up, I was able to get help. Because one day I looked in the mirror and thought, oh, my God, I look like my mom. And it wasn't like physical. Right. It was like, I need to change. Right. Because, and not to say, not to put my mom in a bad light. Because, you know, parenthood doesn't come with manual, right? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. And so I knew one day that I was going through life and um, trying to figure who I was, there were many moments that I wasn't perfect. So the, working on myself and my issues allowed me to go over and over and over again to tell my children how much I love them and tell them I am sorry for saying things, for doing things that put you in a bad light. Right. And uh, to the point that my kids like, we know, we know, please, <laughs> please stop. And uh, one day, actually, um, I am a, I'm a grandmother of uh, two beautiful granddaughters, actually. Oh, that's great. That's from my son, yes. And I told my son and uh, his wife one day, a few years back, uh, he did something, he was joking, and I said, stop. Right. And he said, why? You said the same thing. I said, yes. And I got help and I got better. Right. And the reason that I got better, because I wanted you to be better. Mm. Not that you are not a good person, right. not from that aspect. I said, remember the thing that I did and yes. you didn't like about me, use that as an opportunity to mm. be a parent. How beautiful. Um, for, yes, for your children. And they grow up. There are certain aspects of you that they don't like because we are. Of course. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I said then they become better parents, better people as a result of you putting that effort Absolutely. to create a better, better version of yourself. And my children are amazing. Well, of course, they are human. They have their own life and their own learning curve to learn of and course. figure out who they are in life. But they always look at me like we couldn't, we couldn't be who we are. The strength that every time that I tell them, I love you, I'm proud of you. They make sure to let me know that I am the reason that they oh, are. Oh, that is so beautiful. And it's like a full circle. Yeah. And oh, that yeah. is amazing. Because, yeah, I mean, you went through... A lot of hardships, that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no words to um, to say. And I mean, I, I feel honored, Suda, be honestly. I Like I said, I am lost for words, but I feel so honored um, 
to to be in this space with you. I honestly do. And I just just to have this time with you um, and for you to share your story, share your life with us and also give us a light. You know, there is after listening to you, literally what I like I said, I feel there is no excuse to not do anything in your life that you want to do. There is absolutely no excuse. And it's, it's just phenomenal. And, and like I said, I am really lost for words. <laughs> but I am so, 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 so grateful that I got this time with you to hear and for you to share. And I can't wait to get my hands on both of your books. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, I mean, being in your clubhouse rooms, I would invite anybody who has not experienced any time with Suda Bay aside from the podcast um come into clubhouse if you're there and just just take part in the meditations that she does she takes you down this journey that you just don't want to come back from that's how I feel I'm there I'm like oh is it time to end do we have to come back yeah it's just so beautiful being in that energy in that space and what I find is that's when you really know that this person is healed and authentic and genuine when you can feel the energy of nothing but love. Yes, this energy comes from the unconditional love of the source that loves us unconditionally. Yeah, and that is honestly, you do, you pour out that unconditional love. It just... You know, even your picture, Sudabe, your picture is so, it's angelic. It's so beautiful. And it's just so, you know, all, the love pours out from it. So I, I am so grateful. Um, I'm going to ask you to share where um, listeners can connect with you. And I will add it all into the show notes as well. And if there's anything at all that you want to end with, that you would like to share, even though you have shared so much, if there's anything at all that you want to share with the listeners, would be absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Jagdeep. And thank you from the bottom of my heart for reaching out and give me this opportunity to share because uh, it is for, for you or uh, an angel as well to, because I have a message and I cannot do it on my own. So you said yes to your intuitive guidance and reach out to me. And I am so grateful for you to give me this opportunity so I can share this message with other people. Uh, one thing that uh, how people can reach out to me, I have a website, uh, sudabemokri.com, and uh, I am also on Instagram. And uh, my website currently, because we know that, uh, you know, we are all feeling stressed because of where, uh, for whatever reason that is happening, everything that is happening in our life. And also, as we get closer to the end of the year, and it is a time of reflection. It is a time for us to feel, okay, this one year is about to end. And where am I going from here now? And we get stressed and we get overwhelmed and we get confused and feel stuck. 
for everybody that's listening on my website, particularly when you visit the website, there is a pop-up that comes up and there is a guided meditation for relaxation and healing. It's similar to what I do on Clubhouse. So if you um, want some changes and you want some relaxation and feeling connected with that divine source energy for us, I would uh, definitely uh, suggest that you go, it's a free um, download, you can um, sign up for it and you can download that um, uh, audio so you can listen. And uh, when it comes to um, meditation, some people, including me, it's difficult to quiet our, our minds. So for that particular reason, I, uh, I am interested and I became interested and I learned about guided meditation. And so when there is a guided meditation, because the mind always wants to focus on something, you focus on somebody else's talking and guiding you through that meditation. So that is the whole purpose of me um, creating the guided meditation and having it as a free download for everyone that visit my website. So that would be a great tool. And that's the first step. Um, also, I am offering a complimentary discovery session. So if anybody wants to connect with me, go deeper and figure out where they are in life and if they want to have some tools, that will be a great thing. So make an appointment and I am more than happy to connect with people and go from there. I hope that this helps. That's beautiful, Sudabi. Thank you so much. And for anybody who would like to experience that, absolutely. I would suggest go on her website, download it. You will, you'll be addicted. You won't want to come back. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you so much, Sudabi. Um, absolutely amazing, nourishing conversation. I feel like I am surrounded by the angels and love. And this is just such a beautiful way to feel so thank you so much um thank you for all that you do in the world and thank you for still being here if you know i'm i'm glad your plan of wanting to give up your life did not work because you are such a beautiful light to the world and we we all need we all need some of you so thank you so much you are very welcome dear you are very welcome thank you Sidavi. i hope the rest of your day is absolutely amazing Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you have any suggestions, we would love to hear from you.